0: sellers. We're overwhelmed with sellers. That's not our market, but that's what a buyer's market is. When there's few buyers and tons of stuff, you can walk in and you're not even ready to go and the seller's going to work with you every single time, no problem. But let me remind you where we're at. We're not even in the neutral land. We are in a seller's market. And you have to know how to prepare yourself to buy a home and prepare your buyers to buy a home in a seller's market because it's so much more difficult to buy in a seller's market as a buyer because, let's face it, you know, for every one seller, there's oodles of buyers. There's just this whole bucket full of buyers. How do you stand out? The first thing you do to stand out is you get pre-qualified. And I don't mean you just know what lender you're going to go to. Knowing what lender you're going to go to is not enough. That's a wonderful thing to know. It might take some research to know what lender to go to. Depending on what kind of product you're looking for. That is some research, but you need to take that to the next step and get pre-qualified. Let me say a couple more things about lenders. because There's a lot of misinformation out there about lenders. Lenders are terrific, terrific partners, obviously terrific partners in our business. Our business wouldn't happen without them. We, we have some of the, I believe, some of the best partnerships w- with lenders. But from bank to bank, and lender to lender or lending broker to lending broker. They have different products. They quite literally have different products. You need to encourage your buyer to shop the financial market and you need to be prepared to help them shop the financial market, it's confusing. It's very confusing. Go to some banks and ask them for a brochure of features and benefits of the lending products that they have for buyers. This is a really nice thing to have in your back pocket, let me tell you, because it's typical that new buyers, just and it's, it has nothing to do with not understand or not having an ability to understand. They just haven't been confronted with the knowledge yet. They have never bought a home before. They don't know what to look for. You need to be that source of information for them, or at least the source of sources. So go to the banks, go to the lenders, get some brochures of features and benefits of different products. You're going to find that the interest rates do vary. They're not all exactly the same. It's another myth. When getting pre-qualified by one, one lender is that the lender, all the lenders are the same. You know, they're they're all four percent across the board or so, so, something like this, and that is just not true. There are so many different products and so many different ways to come up with down payments and down payment assistant programs and lender credit. There is just an amazing amount of ways to become pre-qualified under different aspects. Your debt to income under one program may, ha- may-, may have to be under, and we're just taking numbers here, 50%. Well, another one might say you can't have debt to income more than 40%, for example. And they're very different banking products. And often the bank is tied to another sub lending product line that's buying these loans and they have to obey the rules going on. Okay, so number one, pre-qualification. You have to do your research for your buyers you, you need to go out and get your features and benefits from the banks and lenders and be able to show them at least on the front end surface some differences and help them shop and become pre qualified and pre approved and ready to go. And if, let me tell you a little secret in this hot market getting them to the point that they are pre approved and can close a loan in 30 days or less is huge. It's huge. Being able to close the loan is often as good as going up in price. You may not need to go up in price to beat out someone else if you can close the loan faster. And get a letter from your lender showing that you are ready to do it. Maybe have the lender call in and talk to the selling agent and explain why that offer is so powerful because you have preset your buyer through a pre-qualification process and they are ready to go. Often that's as good as going up in price and you can position yourself better in the market. Okay, number two, when working with buyers, first time home owners, the essentials of it are number two is motive. Now there's a lot goes into motive. By motive, what I mean is relationship, understanding what's going on, understanding where someone wants to be and where they want to move. It's all bundled under this concept of motive. What is pushing the, the buyer to want to buy at 123 Main Street? Is it schools? Is it a job? Maybe it's a combination of both. Is it family? Possibly, you know, a lot of times people wanna be close to family for babysitting purposes, for example. You might have a family with young children and they have local family that will help in childcare. I'll tell you, that's huge. That, that'll keep your do, your dollars uh stretching further that's absolutely huge but you need to understand you know everybody goes after the, the low-hanging fruit how many bedrooms do you want how many bathrooms do you want do you need a yard oh. so if you don't know that you don't have any relationship with the buyer yet at all Of course you need to know, Bedrooms, bathrooms, yard, style of home to some degree, Th- things like this. The the ultimate base, I'm making an assumption here, you already have some of that. Because those are often our very first and earliest conversations that we have. So motive. Motive goes to, as I was mentioning, things like why do they want to be in that area? What's pushing them to be over there? What's their timeline for getting there? Of course, motive can go back to pre-qualification because on their motives, are they waiting for a certain position or a certain pot of money? So these things are very tied together often. Not not always. There are going to be pieces that are not. Just like family might live near 123 Main Street and you're very interested in, in being near that family for childcare needs. that That's huge, let me tell you. My wife and I had twins, it's huge to have help. You need help. Families working together are the most beautiful thing ever. Absolutely ever. And if that's what they're trying to do, even if you find a home somewhere else, and you might say, well, it's only five miles away. You need to understand the motive of why they want to be at 123 Main Street. Because the reasons they want to be there may be broken by going five miles away. And you might be saying, well, this is a large metro area. What would they care if they're just over here? Maybe it's closer to one of their jobs. But maybe it's not close enough to child care needs. Or schools that they need to be in. There are so many reasons, and this is where motive comes to play, and you need to understand your, if you're a buyer, understand your own motive. If you are a represent, an agent representing a buyer, you've got to understand the motive of the person of why they want to be there. If it's random, then you may be able to look at a broader area for different deals, until you have this conversation, you just don't know. And the conversation has to go deeper than I want a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath with the backyard for my dog. Well, there's almost every area that's going to give you that at some level. That's not knowing the person enough. You've got to get down below the surface of the basics. You do need to know the basics, before someone starts in the chat room, and please send me your chat about how do you begin to understand what the person really wants? I'd like to hear from you on how do you dig below the surface when working with first time home buyers? How do you dig below the surface and start getting into the essential motives of why they want to be there? What helps you dig in with that? Now, I know that some of those reasons are certainly going to be just getting to know the person and having more conversations. You know, you're, you're in the house at 123 Main Street, and they may start revealing more of their motives to you. And you need to be paying attention. You need to be writing it down. And that can be digital or, or physical, e- either way. Okay, so first we have pre qualification, then we have understanding the motives of the person. We have one at least, one more I want to talk to you. There are many essentials for first time home buyers, so many. It, it's well, of course, we have limited time here this morning, but there are so many that it's just amazing. But I do want to remind you every week we have our members only event. And all you have to do to be part of the members only event is to hit that button down there to subscribe. Subscribe to the channel, it's free. But All you have to do is hit the subscribe button and you will be part of the members only events where we take a deeper dive into the markets and coaching and what's going on in our housing and the laws the, the whole gamut hit the subscribe button and you will automatically be part of the members only also please take a moment and hit that like button i would love it if you'd hit the like button it's so meaningful it just it absolutely makes me smile i love this business and i like and it just makes me smile when people hit the like button So if you could take a minute, hit the like button. And if you get back to me on a chat room or conversation or email, I will make sure I get back to you rapidly. My goal is to help you build the business of a lifetime. Let's build your year 22 business bigger than you could have ever thought Possible. We have coaching directly. We have programs for you. Let's build your business and get it on fire as the real estate market is on fire. Okay. Essentials for first time home buyers. First time home buyers have to know the market. Now, this is so incredibly difficult. So, we, we've hit our pre qualification. You understand the motives of, of, of the home buyer. And now, you have to bring them up to speed with the market. How do you do that? Because that's just this incredible difficult thing. How do you explain to someone, well, let me tell you the difference between a, a buyer's market and a seller's market. We're currently in a seller's market. But then on top of that, you have the whole lens of the neighborhood they're trying to buy in. Because every neighborhood is slightly different. Every home is slightly different, but every neighborhood has slightly different economies. You have to be looking at what the economy of that local neighborhood is and digging into that local economy and what's going on, what are the events going on, what's happening there, what are the ebbs and flows of the zoning regulations and the economies, so you can be... The portal or the source of knowledge of this kind of information for the buyer. It's incredibly important to have these conversations ahead of time before you're busy at 10 p.m. and you're busy writing up an offer at 10 p.m. Believe me, my wife and I have done it a bunch of times over the many years. We're, we're 10 p.m., 11 p.m., we're writing up an offer to come to find out if we haven't had that conversation with the buyer and the house is $400,000 and they're still making a decision. We know it's a competitive market. We know it's a seller's market. Seller's market, of course, is tons of buyers, very few sellers. And come to find out the person wants to bid it down by by $40,000. That's poor planning. That's not working with your buyer the way you need to. That is going to tank this in most cases. What you need to be doing is bringing your buyer up to speed with the market. Nobody's perfect in this. But there's a lot of information on knowing a neighborhood. And knowing the economics of what's going on. How far is this house will, likely to sell for? So if it's $400,000, we are just picking random numbers here. If it's $400,000 and you think the house is actually going to sell for $425,000, you need to start preparing the buyer with this knowledge. Because maybe this isn't the right house to be putting an offer on and wasting your time and getting hopes and dreams up with the buyer. Because I'll tell you, buyers, the quickest way to lose a buyer is to lose a deal. Because they lose faith in you because you didn't prepare them well for the market. For you, you just say, well, you know, walking on. Next, let's go make an offer on something else. But people get hopes and dreams tied up in buying a home. Because it's a huge deal. Come on, you guys. Do you not remember what it was like to buy your first home? It's exciting. I was 19 years old. I was so excited. I could hardly wait to get into the home. And my home, the first thing it needed was a roof because it was leaking horribly. Thankfully, it was summertime. And I was young and in good shape. And me and a friend put the roof on. Wow, was that an experience. But you need to be preparing your buyer with this knowledge of what is the home likely to sell for. Now, you have the tools to run comparative market analyses for the home you're going to see what an upper marker is, a lower marker, a middle marker, and then your knowledge of what the home is likely to sell for, and then on top of all of that, on top of all of that is what it what's the bandwidth your buyer is willing to go to to get the home. Because if the home is li- is listed at 400 and it's likely to sell into your estimation at four and a quarter and you know that you're in a competitive market you need to have that conversation with the buyer maybe you need to do an escalation clause or maybe they're just not comfortable going that high even though they're qualified we've we've all worked probably with people that are pre-qualified to go much higher But they want to buy it at a certain level. And that is legitimate planning on their part. But it may be harder to find a home. It's good to plan plan and buy for under what you're qualified for. I I like the concept. But you need to run numbers before people start getting their hopes and dreams tied up in something. I remember last year, I was selling a home. And a buyer's agent called me with the buyer on the phone with them. How would you like to have this kind of knowledge coming at you? They call me up and the agent's talking and the buyer chimes in and said, we're so excited. We've already taken our children into your your home that you're listing for sale. And they've picked out bedrooms. Now, as the selling agent, what kind of power did they just release? Because I'm going to tell this conversation to my homeowner that's selling. They've already shared this home with their children and they picked out bedrooms. They're thinking now they are so tied in. They're so tied in. They don't have to go down. They can probably counter and go up in price. That's the likelihood that 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 kind of thing can release. Preparing the buyer, the first time homeowner or being pre-qualified, understanding motives and understanding the market and not revealing confidential information, of course, about your personal motives within the house or on the phone Critically important, critically important. You start revealing that kind of information and well, it changes the world for at least one side, it changes the world because you'd start to realize the motives of the one side are, oh, you're gonna disappoint your children if you don't buy. So why wouldn't you go up $10,000? You're going to disappoint your children. How unbelievable is that? That's just incredible. L- Luckily, we stuck to the price and the everybody got a good deal back, back then in that situation. On the mar- market knowledge, understanding the market and where you're at. and how, And it's the local market of that house and understanding it and understanding the market knowledge of where your buyer wants to go. That is where you're really going to show your prowess in negotiation and ability to work with your client. That's when the client will stick with you even after a failed offer. And let's face it, most offers are failing right now because we're getting 20 to 30 offers per house. It's a crazy market. If you get in 20 offers on, on a house, there's only one of them that's going to get it. The other 19 are all going to be failed. I mean, come on, by definition, I'm I'm not playing with this. It's just as a matter of fact, by definition, most are going to be failed offers. And you need to be preparing your buyer what that means and why. It's not because they made a bad offer. It's because it was highly competitive. Maybe it didn't get aligned correctly. Maybe you need to go back to step one, the pre-qualification process, and work with a shorter closing or get a better pre-qualification for that type of home, and a lender that's willing to call in and talk to to the, the seller and say, wow, this buyer is ready to go, we can close this deal. That's putting power into your buyer and into your negotiation tactics. And you may not even have to go up in price to do it. Because closing, you know, time is money. We, we've all studied time value of money, TVM. Time value of money, wonder, wonderful concepts. I love them. I've taught finance. I, I mean, all of our time is worth something. So step one back at pre-qualification is critical because this can save time at the end when you're trying to close the deal. Understanding the motives before you start showing a bunch of homes. Also, time-saving because now you understand the motives. They want to be near family at 123 Main Street. They don't want to be more than five minutes from family because that's their core support. Well, that is huge in understanding the motives and will save you time in bringing up other homes that would not be relevant to that family. All of these things play a critical role in helping a first-time home buyer put a package together that gets accepted and that's what you want to be doing every single time. This is Real Estate Daily. I am your real estate guru and I'm here to help you build your business to the largest it can ever be. Talk to you tomorrow.